So, Daniel, you, uh, as you know, because you've been working with olive oil for a long time, there, there are lots of different styles, of, or there's a range of styles depending on where the oil is, is grown, when it's harvested, what varieties it's made from. Yet so many chefs just use one type of oil in their kitchens. What can we do to encourage chefs to explore a bigger range of olive oils in their cooking? Well, to, to make sure that the chefs are starting using more olive oil in their kitchens, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard for me to, to kind of tell people what to do because um, every cook has a different way of way, way, way expressing the, the, their food. I'm very fortunate that being from Barcelona, it's, it's the base of, of, of most of my dishes. Um, I often, I have a lot of Japanese uh, friends, they're chefs, and I always tell them to drizzle um, nigiris with a little extra virgin olive oil. I mean, it's it's my favorite type of cuisine, the Japanese. But honestly, the only thing I think sometimes it, it's missing, it's fat. I mean, they have it with the seafood, but the food itself, it needs that that touch of fat. Um, uh, myself, what I tell everybody, it's like, like food has different um, um, parts that defines it. Uh, crunchiness, um, saltiness. Uh, seasoning and texture, so and so on, and fat. And fat, for me, it, it's one of the most important parts of my food, which is what rounds rounds the whole mouth. I often say that fat in my food, it's like the acoustic bass in jazz. Without acoustic bass, jazz is thin. Without fat in my food, my food is thin. And the best way for me to provide fat in my food is to extra virgin olive oil. That's what I tell other chefs to to try to use it, to stay away from other fats, and the, the result is going to be the best, um, the same, but better, probably. Can you think of some examples of dishes that you make uh, that, that show why certain types of olive oil are better with certain dishes? Uh, do you find that you're using very fruity olive oils with some dishes and more pungent olive oils with other dishes? If you could talk about specific examples. Yes, um, I tend to have a few types of olive oil or extra virgin olive oil. One of them, that is the bulk one that I use for everything. And then to season certain salads, I have two different styles more. I have um, piqual, which is a little spicy for me. And then I have arbequina, which is a little more round, a little more, more, more flavorful. But people, they can have one style of olive oil if they want. But for me, the most important is that I stewed my vegetables with olive oil that I cook my onions covered with a lid for about 45 minutes to an hour with olive oil to use them as a base for my food. I do my sofritos, my tomato sauce, two hours sofritos. I make a sauce for my patatas bravas, which takes me three hours, but everything starts with onions and olive oil covered with a lid, low heat and the steam cooking those onions to the point that they're, they're, they're soft like marmalade. And using that, as a as a fattening agent for for the food or i, I mean i don't want to call it even fattening agent as a base because it's going to give you all that mouth rounding that we're talking about i do the same when i make some fina which is the ratatouille catalan style of um, or, or peperonata and always the same style i put the vegetables i put the olive oil a little seasoning and i cover it once it starts getting some heat i lower the heat stir it up once in a while and it takes about 
between an hour to two hours or even, you know, uh, th that period of time. That's what I would um, recommend people that they want to start using olive oil in a more practical way, more than drizzling only on top of it. Because I think for 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 us, I mean, and I've been working with, with doctors for many years. I, I, I participate with the University of Texas. They're trying to revamp the, the nutritional department. They use me as a chef. So I tell everybody, don't be afraid of spending a little bit of money with olive oil because it's not cheap. Just know how to use it wisely. And for me, at certain level, when you already go a little more high end, then you can start being more picky about what flavor, what type of grape, I excuse me, what type of olive um, has a flavor or another. But for me, what would be great is that people use olive oil from anywhere, from Tunisia, from Greece, from Italy, from Spain, but use it. Use it and start seeing how you can develop. And you can get some fresh herbs and just pound them, put some olive oil and a little bit of garlic, boom, you got a sauce. And and I I could I could not tell you more how how I tell people about stewing onions. Stewing onions. This is the key of my food. Olive oil and onions, my two most important ingredients. How do you decide when you're going to use the piqual and when you're going to use the arbequina? Um, in order to use piqual or arbequina. It depends of what type of, I mean, mostly I use, I use them as the last touch on top of a dish or when we make a salad. If I want something that's a little, uh, that's mild and it needs a little piece of a, bit of a spiciness, I use the piqual just to drizzle on top. But for instance, if I make pan tomate, which we make a lot, and I want more of a, a, um, a flavor, a round flavor, I use, um, I use arbequina. But I use a blend that if you were a brand that if you were going to ask me what the brand is, I would not even tell you, but it comes in a big jugs and it's probably made a little bit from Greece, a little bit from Tunis, a little bit from Italy, a little bit from Spain. They mix it up and they sell it to me, but it's extra virgin olive oil. That's the point I'm trying to, 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 to come across that to use it in big amounts and then get some high end ones. For instance, as I say, you know, taste it. I mean, your palate and you, you think that you need a dish that's got some seafood and you want to make it a little, you know, a little kick, then I would use the piquel. Something a little blender, even for desserts, maybe to round out. If, if, I, if I was going to make an olive oil cake, I would use probably arbequina because it's more neutral and, 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 and rounded, at least for me. You mentioned seafood. Can you think of some examples from your repertoire of uh, seafood that just seems to shine with a particular type of olive oil, a particular style of olive oil. I always uh, drizzle on most of my food with olive oil, you know. And and once again, you know, uh, I I might rather be less opinionated and more practical because the palate of one person is different from another one. And I use a lot of arbequina first because I'm Catalan, and that's the that's the, the olive that grows around Catalonia the most. And I, I get used to that. I mean, I started, I, I remember as a kid, and it comes to my memory often, that um, my dad, we were not rich, but we were from a little town south of Barcelona, Vilafranca, and we, we had seasonable. Uh, you know, you could not, uh, oranges were, were, were acid at some point and sweet another point. I'm like, wow, why is this happening? And I remember one thing, we had this, this truck driver coming, selling wine from Priorat and olive oil from Priorat. He would come every Friday, beep, 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 and park in the corner and everybody would come out of the house to get their olive oil. 
And if we ran out of it and my mother during the week, we changed the brand of olive oil, my dad would notice it. And I was six, seven years old. I would say, well, my dad, how picky. This is only olive oil. So way then we, we used to, we used to always, you know, have these toes with garlic and olive oil. So I go back to what I was saying. Most important, I think that people start using it in big, in big amounts and, and seeing the, the benefit for the palate, but also the benefit for the health. And then once, once you get used to, to you, to, to, because if you start bringing big brands, big names, every little bottle is going to be 20 bucks, 25 bucks. And that's going to scare people. I think the important part is people understand that even if it's pricey, you can stretch it for a long time, but also that how good it is to incorporate it to your food. Um, I hope I'm answering your question properly, you know, because once again, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, when I work in, in, we were talking about Zuni Cafe and I worked for Judy Rogers in 1987, 88, I walked there and she had so many types of extra virgin olive oil. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And vinegars, I knew red wine vinegar and extra virgin olive oil. That's all I knew, you know, when I was a kid and we use a lot of it. So once again, for me, I think the most important is everybody develops a, a palate and then the develops the, the palate in the pocket too, because when you go to the store, you got to spend 30 bucks for a little bottle, you think about it. But I would start with these two if they were coming from Spain, Piqual and Arbequina. Once you get a little bottle of each one of these, you start you know, using it for, for, for whatever you like it. But for seafood, that's what we're talking. Um, I, I always get whatever fresh herbs I have in the fridge. I get a mortar, put a little bit of salt, I have a garlic clove, I pound it, I put whatever is I have, I pound them together, I grate some lemon zest, and then I put extra virgin. And then I just throw it on top of the fish. You can put a few um, chili flakes if you want to make it spicy, a little bit of Tabasco if you want to make it, or, or habanero sauce, or a little wasabi if you want to get, have different flavor. But the olive oil, it's already, it's already incorporated there. What about aioli? I know that's important on your, on your menu. What Do you have a favorite? Type of oil for that sauce? Okay. Um, for to make aioli because it's it's um, it's so thick. It's a thick sauce. Um, I use a blend of uh, vegetable and extra virgin olive oil, seventy five twenty five. If if I make it uh, because I want more of a neutral flavor, more something that you can eat a little more. If if I make it with all uh, extra virgin olive, it it's too too flavorful for me, too rich. So I'm trying to. To, to be a little more neutral when I make aioli. But traditionally, yes, aioli, it's, it's garlic, pounded, and olive oil. That's in no egg yolk. You pound the garlic, and then drip by drip, drip by drip, drip by drip, you start making your olive oil. You cannot stretch it too long because it, 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 um, it breaks eventually. That's why we put the egg yolk to make sure the emulsification, you can stretch it a little longer. But... Um, um, uh, as I say, I use this blend because it's what works the best for me at the end. All the cooks and restaurant owners, you got to figure out works, what works the best and what financially it's the most beneficiary for your business as well. Do you think at all about the seasons when you, this, when you choose an olive oil for a dish? For example, in spring, do you tend to use different styles of olive oil with spring produce than you would in the fall? Does, I don't. I, I, I don't use a different olive oil for depends of the season. No, because as I say, I already determined it. I mean, uh, and I should know more about Greek olive oils and Italian olive oils and Tunisian and I don't. It's like wine. I specialize in, in Spanish food and I'm lucky I was able to make my own nest 
and the same with wines. I know a lot about Spanish wines because I, I do the wine list, but I, I get a book when I want to get a, a good French wine, for instance. But same with olive oils, with, with as many as there are in the varietals, varietals and, and countries, I just, I don't really go uh, seasoning, you know. Uh, depends on the season, I, I don't change olive oils. Can you talk a little bit about how to how to maximize the impact of uh, expensive olive oil? We we've talked about how costly you know that it is costly to to have really fine olive oil. How do you get the most out of it so that you're maximizing the impact of your investment? Yeah, um, once you get, I mean, what what I would do is I would go to your favorite grocery store. That's what I do when I when I'm in here. Um, luckily. I have some from the restaurant, I get samples, but let's say I'm in a grocery store and I look at all of them. There is a beautiful uh, grocery store here in Austin has carries about, I don't know, uh, 80 different olive oils. So what I do, I look at all of them and then I go for the big jugs. You know, I go for the five liter cans and see, I try also to find the the the, the brand that the, the store manufactures. The We call that in Spanish, the white brand. Because it, it usually it, it's pretty good and it's a blend of Tunisian and Greek and Spanish. And that's what I do. And I have the choice to get maybe the most expensive, but it, it's like wine again. I I, I would love to get uh, the most expensive uh, Vega Sicilia, the most expensive Rivera uh, uh, Aldora wine every time I, I eat, but I, I cannot. So um, you, you utilize your senses, you know, you get a bottle that's... Uh, that's 15 bucks, $16, and that's it. I don't get bottles of wine for me every day that costs $50. So the same with the olive oil. When I go, I look at everything. And then the day you feel good about yourself and you're in a good mood, then, okay, today I'm going to try to get a $25 olive oil. And you get that one. And then and a week goes by or a month, you get that can. And then the month after, okay, I'm going to try another expensive one. And little by little, you build your shelf with a few different styles of olive oil. And you're gonna see if you use it only to drizzle that expensive one and to finish your dishes, how long that that half a liter of olive oil it's gonna last you? Because you don't need a lot of it to finish a dish. What you need more it's maybe to stew your vegetables. That's when I would use the big cans of whatever you 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 like, you know. And then uh, uh, when when I I do events or I do conferences for the Culinary Institute of America, and I work with the Spanish Olive Oil Association. They always give me a bunch of samples and I take them with me on the plane. Those beautiful bottles that they're probably so expensive at the store, they last forever because I just put one day a little bit of this one, another day a little bit of this other one. So my my opinion is that start with that big bottle or a, a liter, a liter and a half, that's going to be most affordable. And then little by little, build your cabinet. I, I was teaching, I was doing an iPod on, on online the other day with a Spanish nutritionist and a, far, uh, a lady has a pharmacy for athletes. And I showed them my pantry. And I, I think, I thought this is the most important at home. If you want to cook properly, the fridge, it's come and go. The fridge is a daily situation you fill up or every other day. But the pantry where your spices and your vinegars, that should be huge. And that build it little by little, the same you do with the spices. Your spice rack, I'm sure it's full. Do the same with olive oil, you know, get different and varietals, and then you you educate your palate. That would be my opinion. You know, we talk a lot about great food and wine matches. I think consumers are accustomed to thinking about pairing food and, and wine and 
having that you know peak experience of great food and wine together. Can you think just in your own personal experience of a great food and oil match? Is there something you've had where you said that was just the perfect oil for that? When we do these events at the uh, World of Flavor conferences and at CIA or the Healthy Foods, Healthy Lives, and I work with the Spanish Olive Oil Association, I create dishes um, that the company uh, are trying to showcase one of these styles of olive oils. But um, I have never been um, so to the point that I would say, I'm going to match olive oil with food and like the same way I could do even with wine. For me, it's hard, honestly, to match food with wine because, for instance, I'm a white wine drinker. I don't drink a lot of red wine because I cannot drink more than half a bottle. I can drink two bottles of white wine. And lately, I educated myself with to drink more white wine uh, because of that, because I want to drink. And red wine, I have a half a bottle and I'm already gone. So with olive oil, it once again, it depends of, of, of everybody's palate. That's, that's what I, I, I would say. But uh, going back to what we're saying, for me, what's most important is that the olive oil, it's under there. It's under what you eat a dish. I mean, I make a lot of paellas. I serve more more rice than than a Chinese restaurant. Honestly, I have a lot of paellas in my menu. And when you finish your paella, you can always see at the bottom of the paella pan that fat. It's not a layer of fat, but that's the olive oil that's been in the tomato sauce, that's been with the rice, that we make a a pimenton olive oil that we put on top. So that's what I'm saying. All that fat that you don't see that maybe doesn't sound good to say fat, but all that flavor, because at the end, fat is flavor. I mean, when we when we eat a toro and and we eat the Japanese piece of uh, oh, we, we everybody loves. It. I, don't have, I haven't heard anybody that says ah, this is bad. So every time when you eat, when you eat iberico, how many ibericos? Like man, that fat. It's like wow, this is the same with olive oil. That helps you to to run your palate. 